We're back. We're back. Hello. How are you all doing? It's been a while. <laughs> was like a voice in the distance. Fine. <laughs> and we're like, we miss you. And they're like, we miss you too. Just our one listener. That the is the one, one listening. Our one loyal listener. Our one loyal listener. And we know you're out there, listener. <laughs> we'll get you. you. I mean, Wouldn't yes. You <laughs> We like this person. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, it's been. It has been some time. Yeah, I mean, look, look, we say this every time. Like every time we come back, we're like, yeah, it's been ages, and we got to talk about how busy we are, uh, which I hope proves the point that we are busy. We're not lying. We're not making it up. We're Absolutely not like not. the person who doesn't call you when they tell you what they will. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that person. Yeah, we're not that. We were Look, just, we are busy. Flat out. Just flat with to the max. Exam years, college, assignments, planning. It's just. It's crazy. It's a very demanding uh, profession to be it in. Is. It is. Incredibly. It and um, yeah, we just want, when we do record the podcast, we want it to be fun and something we enjoy and not something we feel that we have to like squeeze into the week. Um, yeah. Because it's always our way of kind of chilling and relaxing and having fun and just being in good form and whatever. So we didn't want to take away the fun out of it and turn it into like a job or a chore. Yeah. Very like Louis Walsh on the X Factor. You know, it's it's fun. (laughs) You're just fun. (laughs) You're just fun. You're just fun. Everything's fun. So we're going to try and keep some continuity, absolutely. And apologies to any listeners that might have been looking forward to the... The weird thing is our listenership, it actually climbed in the absence. So I checked it today because I never (laughs) check it. And then we had we've had like a fair few new listeners, and I was like, oh, okay, hello and thank you, thanks Hi. guys, and welcome. <laughs> we acknowledge you absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah, it's been bonkers, crazy. Um, I know that. Crack. Have you any news? Jeez, it's been a while. So I mean, we'd want to have some news. Imagine like no, <laughs> nothing. Um, I think I got a new stapler. <laughs> hey, nice. I did actually get a new stapler. That's why I said that. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, let's. Well, okay. it's 2023. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a new year. Happy have we, New Year. Have we done a new, we haven't done a new oh, podcast is, since the 18th of December. This is the first podcast of 2023. <sighs> so we'll better start saying Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. On the 22nd of January. Jesus. <laughs> How's that New Bad. Year been treating you? Tell us your news. Yeah, We'd tell like us your news. Or, and if y'all having babies or <laughs> making love. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, just, I'm sorry. Did you get a new love interest? Or, you know, have you decided to go traveling? Have you immigrated from the country? Have you got a new those job? Those are like big decisions. Our listeners should not be making those decisions without consulting us first. Just putting that out there. True. Maybe I was You were not making big life decisions by us. They were very invasive questions. I apologize. My news was more like, yeah, the stapler thing. Or like, did anyone else out there get a new stapler? I'm sure they did. Or like, you know, a set of like gel pens or maybe you got a haircut. Oh, you got or... new colouring pencils. Oh. Yeah, I did. You're quite the artiste, I will okay, say. Okay, not You're like you good. now. You have a unique style. Oh, dear God. You should show I'm some so of bad. yours. I will. I'll actually post it up because it's so bad. <laughs> I drew a dog and I've never seen say laugh like he laughed at my dog that I draw. I <laughs> laugh at every one of your drawings. As <laughs> I mean, with just, you, not like, at you. <clears throat> I should make like a web series or something based on my terrible I'll get drawings. Annie to make a website for you. And you oh can sell your drawings Bad online. Badrawings.com. Nice. Someone's but there probably... is, there is like badly drawn things. Well, we there can is... just say something more Irish. You like. Badly drawn girl instead of badly drawn boy. Love it. There we go. There um, we go. New so... Scream is coming out. I know, by the way, that um, I'm just such a Scream obsessive. I found a guy on YouTube who is worse than me. His name is Zach Cherry. His channel is incredible. He's obsessed. He dedicates like two hour long videos to like, you know, who killed who in Scream, whatever. And 
he the way he breaks it down the way he like oh, I just it's my heaven it's my hyper fixation at the moment cool. it'll move on to something I've kind of two hyper fixations at the moment one of them is going to come into my topic today um but the screen movies are definitely there I just love them I know they're cheesy I know like Zayn won't watch them with me he's like oh they're so cheesy and I'm like but that's why they're so good like they're, they're getting s- gradually a bit more scary they're though. a bit the trailer looks mm. dark and Gail gets a phone call for the first time in the franchise Ooh, be yeah. like, hello, Gail. Basically, that's exactly what he says. I guarantee, I guarantee, I have I have a theory about who it's going to be. Okay, go on, throughout our ghost face predictions. By the way. Cindy. Yeah, if you be, her name is actually Sydney. <laughs> I'm thinking of Cindy scary movie. Cindy is the scary movie. <laughs> I love it. Hello, Cindy. Um... If you haven't watched the Scream movies, get involved. Uh, you should pause this podcast right now. Okay. Go watch Scream 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and then come back and listen to the as rest As long as of you don't podcast. have a fear of serial killers, I mean, well, yeah, off with in, you. Ghost masks. It is actually pretty scary. No, they're kind of like, they're supposed to be a bit cheesy, a bit campy, mm. but there there is moments of genuine terror. And there's always kind of one moment in each Scream that's like kind of like... Unnerving. Yeah, really unnerving. Like... Scream 1, the opening sequence is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert, the movie is like 25 years old, so but killing off Andrew Barrymore. That was, was like snaky, wasn't it? They had her time. really kind of at the front. And she was on all the posters mm-hmm. and they killed her off in like the first like 20 minutes. Um, then Scream 2, you've got that amazing chase sequence where Gail is in the soundproof boots and Ghostface oh, yeah. stalking her. Scream 3, we don't really talk about because it's just the weakest by far out of the whole thing. But mm-hmm. There is some moments in Scream 3. It's not terrible. 4 is some people absolutely love it. It's not my favourite because when it turns out the killer, I'm totally spoiling this as well. So again, spoiler alert, is like a teenage girl. One of the killers, it just kind of ruins it for me because Ghostface is like... He's a strong, clumsy he's dude. He's a big, strong guy. And mm. I know that they say that like Ghostface is kind of a thing in its own that you're not supposed to like, you know, what's the word, like analyze it that much. I thought Scream 5 was incredible. I thought it was really, really good. And the new one, I am just... There's a scene in a bodega in New York and Ghostface has a shotgun and I'm just Damn. like, you want to do it? I know you want to do it. You want to do the House of Pain? Oh, is it a... Oh, I forgot. <clears throat> it's a shotgun! shotgun. shotgun. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just thought you were going to jump in and say that. Okay. I let you down. So uh, you did. <laughs> so Scream 6 <laughs> is going to be out in cinema. You'd swear I actually worked for Paramount. I don't. Imagine this podcast sponsored by Scream. <laughs> sponsored by Ghostface. <laughs> We just changed your favorite podcast. Want to hear a scary podcast? But it's coming out March, and we are so going. I'm making. We should all go. We get like a group and get like just get a clan of us to just go in and sit down and eat some popcorn and eat some popcorn and watch some scream. It's kind of poetic, isn't oh, it? So you know, like in the second one, they go and see the stab movie, and like because it's so, stab it's, is based on that's something. Yeah. It's selling point. It's all meta, so it's like they're they're kind of meta, meta slasher whodunits. Mm, and that's mm. why I love them. I think they're great. They're horny, but they're amazing. You remember that bit? No. Oh, the t- the little <laughs> the toilet cubicle <laughs> the beginning of screen two. Amazing, amazing. If anybody <clears throat> out there listening to this, out of our hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of listeners, love Scream as much as me in Scream movies, could you please get in touch? Because I would love somebody to like get with and talk about. It. I'm on the subreddit too. You're there because I get to like look read other people's mm. like perspectives and theories and. I've no hyperfixations. <laughs> I'm like school. You had a major hyperfixation with children. Oh, the Lion King. The Lion King. Yeah, legend of a movie. It is, but great. it's a rip off of Kimba. So yeah, I mean, 
you grow up and you find some things out and it hurts, man. It hurts. I never got that joke in The Simpsons when you I know. said Kimba. I mean, Kimba, Simba. Simba. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, yes. That's so they, they pretty much plagiarized Disney. Sorry, no, but like they pretty much. <laughs> sorry, no, Disney. Yeah, sorry, Disney there. But and I've noticed I'm saying pretty much, so it's not actually confirming. It's on all of so thank you. Um, they pretty much plagiarized uh, Kimba the Lion, uh, which was a Japanese or anima kind of um program about a lion cub called Kimba. Same yeah. storyline, same everything. Um, so yeah, thanks Disney. Dealers. I know. Um, new hyperfixation. I wouldn't call it hyper, but I've, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead at the moment. Oh yeah. Oh. Um, just hooked in on the rainy days. Couldn't go anywhere yesterday. The rain is still around, so I mean, doing a lot of walking, going to the gym as much as I can, enjoying life. But it's very stressful, obviously, just with schoolwork at the moment. And um, there's a lot going on, man. Yeah, there's a lot going on in their lives, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just it has been a particularly challenging year. It has indeed but, um, already. Twenty two days in. <laughs> It's just been um, like, come on, midterm break. I'm ready to quit already. When's spring break in America? I, I think it's around the time of our midterm break. So we call it midterm break. Yours yeah, sounds more fun. Break. Spring break, man. They make it sound so fun as well. Like spring it was break. crazy. They used to have people like from MTV on a beach somewhere like I near California, that. and people would be wasted in the background yeah. and screaming into the camera. It and it was insane. just good times, man. Good times. Anyway, sorry. <clears throat> Our new, okay, so we basically stopped doing the actually corner, not because we didn't like doing it, but because we got too inconsistent and lazy with it, and so we were shoehorning it in two minutes before every show. Um, that's how, and it was just getting like actually, and then we were, and it, the funniest thing of all is we were coming across the same websites. Yeah, so we were saying we were um, talking about the same. So there was a yeah. finite amount of information out there. So even though it was fun while it lasted, we changed the feature to us now. <laughs> I don't know why we do this to ourselves. We're reading out our terrible Facebook memories. Mm-hmm. Um, our statuses. Again, yeah. listeners, <clears throat> if you feel so inclined, like please share yours with us because... We'll read them out. We feel, You'll I make feel us feel better. A, an actual pain when I read them out. Actual, like, actual. <laughs> I can feel it just like burning through uh-huh. me. Um, do you want to go first? Okay. <clears throat> Take it away, Fee. Oh, 13 years ago. 22nd of January, 2010. I'm going to count the amount of the hours I've been awake. 27. Not bad. Now I go to sleep. And then in 2012, I said... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Nice try, though. Are you being... Oh, my are you being Triple H? I don't know. Are you being Italian? I don't know. Is it like a I was 27 hours awake, apparently. So I was. That, I mean, that makes sense. You're pretty much a poo, like as the hummingbirds and the Simpsons at that point. It's terrible. Like, I, yeah, I was. I don't know why I posted that. Okay. The second one is bad. <laughs> Worse than that. <laughs> the hell? 5 10 a.m. and some douchebaggerino is making a heck of a lot of ruckus next door. A <laughs> hole. Let me sleep. Oh, oh that hurts. Hang on. Wait now, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> Douchebaggerino. I was in Korea. Flanders. I... <laughs> Douchebaggerino. It's the a-hole it's as the well. It's the ruckus as well. Ruckus. Let the me sleep. Douchebaggerino. Oh, oh, I love it. Douchebaggerino is going to be my new insult. It's brilliant. Then another one posted in 2013. Again, I was it's in Seoul. Going. We found a peanut butter vodka called Nut Liquor. Um... <laughs> <laughs> look at it. 
it's liquor. Like, yeah, liquor. Like, <laughs> you, oh. well, I know it's meant to be a play on words. <laughs> I did not get that. Um, I did not get the subtext. Then uh, <clears throat> I got. I posted up a selfie with my hair done. I said, hair done. Hashtag, get your hair did. Hashtag, Missy Elliott. <laughs> In case anyone didn't get the reference. Um, uh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> we're safe. We're safe. Okay. No, we're not. <laughs> well, I am. So I have. <laughs> Let it out, sister. This is 2012. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. <laughs> and even better, Big Mo is Gary Oldman's sister. sister. You learn something new every day. <laughs> liked by two people. <laughs> One is you. <laughs> Top God is you. There's four gods and three of them are from me. No, no, man. And you said, yeah, it used to traumatize me when I fancied Gary Oldman and looked a little at Mo in these senders. Then you wrote, I swear I didn't fancy her. And I said, like you didn't fancy the singer in And <laughs> you leave me alone. And then about a wink. That. And then you said, you just have to go there, didn't you? <laughs> Was that before or after you? <laughs> I was definitely still a little trapped inside the closet. <laughs> I was a bit nervous. I don't ready care. For Texas this? is hot in that song. That of course. Are, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Are, are you. Sh- Charlene's in her name. Is, are you ready for this? I don't know. This is from 2013. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call five rabbits walking backwards? Uh, a receding hairline. <laughs> <clears throat> How does Moses make his tea? He brews it. Oh. Venison for dinner again? Oh dear. <clears throat> A cartoonist was found dead in his home. Details are sketchy. <laughs> I used to be a banker, but then I lost interest. Haunted French pancakes give me the creps. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> England has no has no kidney bank, but it does have a Liverpool. <laughs> um, <laughs> They told me I had type A blood, but it was a type O. <laughs> I changed my iPod's name to Titanic. It's sinking now. <laughs> Jokes about German sausage are the worst. <clears throat> so did you just like just a whole like there's way a more. list of jokes you posted a list of jokes I just posted a list of jokes um <laughs> that I thought was absolutely hilarious. 2013, and 10 years ago. Six people liked it. Oh. And some of the comments are skitting. Somebody else said, wonderful. Somebody else said, had to steal them. Somebody else, oh, I cannot read this one out. Mm-mm. It's really rude. Okay. But I feel like I have to, I have to show it to you. It's actually right, brilliant. It's a joke about Matt's paper too in the leave insert, but I can't read it out. Okay. Second last comment. All right. It's absolutely <laughs> Yeah, brilliant. very good. Well done. Okay. <laughs> so, um, those are mine. <sighs> and I think it's best we never speak. Yet. Yeah. We and just... that concludes the podcast yep. forever. Well, see you all later. Bye. I need to make like the biggest cough of my life. So I'm just going to shield the microphone and just go for it. I'll hum. <laughs> it's done. Okay. <laughs>
got a superstar. You'd hardly recognize me. I'm so like a person like me. Are you doing a topic first today, yep. my love? Oh, yes, you are. <coughs> my topic today is about beavers. Nice. You like beavers, don't I you? love a good beaver. You do love good okay. beavers, yeah. Gosh, beavers are cute. They are adorable. Okay, so if we have any Canadians listening to the podcast, I have a couple of favours to ask. Number one, could you go outside, find a beaver and just take a picture of it for me, please? Secondly, could you capture a beaver and post it to me in Ireland with a couple of air, air holes, please? Yeah. yeah. Just uh, send it to uh, Claire Cotter, care of What's the History? at Mitchellstown County Cork. It'll get to me, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um <clears throat> just air holes and maybe a few carrots, I feel would be mm. would be fair for the for the beaver. Okay. Uh, I probably should put in um a disclaimer here that please do not send me a beaver in the post. That was a joke. Um, but I'm I'm just obsessed. I just think they are the cutest little things. And my new obsession is watching videos of beavers in rehabilitation building dams in people's houses. Aww. It's just the cutest thing in the whole world. Or that they try to carry around so much like food and things that they just can't like manage. It's like it. when you're grabbing the laundry upstairs and you just say, Feck it, I'll just I'll, grab I'll one whole pack of it in my yeah. arms. Or the shopping from the car. Oh, I hate going out twice. I hate making two trips, but then we make that one trip so arduous that no wonder we don't want to do it again. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so look, beavers, they're the national animal of Canada. How cool is that? What's our national animal? It's Anim- really animal. Like an elk or something, is it? That's pretty cool if it's an elk. Earths. Yeah. <laughs> it probably is. Elks are like amazing, but like beavers, man. Yeah. And there is like, isn't there a Canadian... Or is a Canadian hockey team call it the beavers or something? I bet I'm pretty is. sure. I know a lad that ended up getting um, a buddy back in Seoul. He um, he ended up catching a parasite because he was swimming in a river in Canada and the poopy particles from the beaver dams up ahead in the stream came oh, down yeah. and got into a, a place in his body. And yeah, he ended up, you know, get, having a parasite inside. Well, I feel like that is blatant anti-beaver propaganda. <laughs> you leave those beavers alone. I don't believe it. Okay, no, never mind. They're not feverish. Oh, yeah, never mind. I there is a group of like you're actually like stupid, stupid. There is um there is a group a Boy Scout group in Ireland called the Beavers as well. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, and apparently have it in good authority that they do this little like tail slap little dance or something. Oh, that's adorable. Um. Yeah, I just, I just love them. But I, so basically I must've been on Reddit or I was somewhere mm-hmm. and this was way back in December and I found this story and I loved it so much. And I was like, oh, I'm going to save this for the podcast mm-hmm. because it's just so freaking cute. And not two days later, I was on Facebook and I saw this page that I follow post the story and I was like, whoa, that's weird. weird. So I know I figure the person who posted it probably haunts the same subreddits that I do because like haunts. they must have. <laughs> now the person who posted it, um, her name is Yvette. Oh God, I know her last name. It's terrible research, but she's known on Facebook as Sci Babe. She's hilarious. She's brilliant. She basically set up her page because there was a very famous um kind of blogger on Facebook a few years ago called Food Babe, and Food Babe used to post the biggest load of nonsense about like GMOs and organic food, but it was all very pseudo scientific, very like kind of scaremongering and it was all rubbish like it was it wasn't she had no qualifications to be talking about things she was talking about so Sai babe 
tag qualifications as like a kind of a, a joke but she actually posts some amazing stuff she's really interesting she's really funny and i've been following her for a long time and she posted this and i had a piece written out but she wrote it so much better that i was like i'll just read hers <laughs> she wrote it so much better credit than to this, this is why she has hundreds of thousands of followers and i have 500 <laughs> that's a lot but, that's way well, more that's than our, me that's our podcast oh, the pod. around that <laughs> <laughs> she meant... <laughs> tumbleweed um <laughs> so i'm gonna read this story about beavers <clears throat> and Listeners, enjoy it because it is just so cute and I love beavers and hello to our Canadian <coughs> listeners because you're just so lucky that you get to have beavers. Have, a be- have beavers around you or North Americans as well. So if you if you have beaver stories, please share them. Okay. <coughs> she says, today's moment of science, 76 airborne beavers. <laughs> Some versions of this tale will tell you those gosh darn rascal beavers kept getting too close to where people lived. However, it's more accurate to say that as our population grew, humans were establishing communities closer and closer to where wildlife formerly had total run of the place. Most wild critters weren't really an issue to humans. Beavers aren't just any old giant swamp rat, though. These The little engineers will F up your local creek to build themselves waterfront property. That was fine in the age of the beavers, my bad name. But then we arrived. <laughs> the beavers, and she actually wrote that, she's funny. The beavers' habit of occasionally damming up streams had long been a part of the local ecosystem. Suddenly, their natural behaviour resulted in flooded yards and damaged crops for their new neighbours. Okay, so the Idaho Fish and Game Service was used to relocating animals humanely to other appropriate habitats. The task was fine if the critter's new home wasn't too far of a trick, but often the trip would take days, sometimes travelling on horseback through difficult terrain to their new home. Have you ever wondered what it's like to carry beavers by horseback for days? Okay, so beavers don't love the heat, would often refuse food during these treks, and sometimes became, quote, dangerously belligerent. (laughs) Conservation officers don't love the prospect of needing to open crates of hot, wet, cranky fur balls, and the horses got spooked, lugging around packs of angry beavers. (laughs) Worse though, (laughs) angry beavers. Worse though, beavers regularly didn't survive the trip. Mm. So, parachutes. Oh, no worry. Did they put like little straps on them, like, you know, like actual. And there's video footage. No way. Like they're like little parachuters. Oh my goodness me. There were 76 beavers that needed to be relocated. And wouldn't you know it, there happened to be a surplus of parachutes kicking around just a few years after World War II ended. Oddly enough, parachuting them to a new place could be the safer way to go. Some goddamn dream maker specially designed a beaver box to stay safely closed during their descent and let them wiggle out upon landing. After successfully testing out parachute drops using weights in these boxes, eventually they needed to do some test runs with a critter. A beaver named Geronimo became their (laughs) hero stunt beaver, going where no beaver had gone before and taking to the skies for practice drops. When he hopped out of the box, handlers would rush to retrieve him. Perhaps knowing where he was going anyway, eventually he just started running back to the box. Oh, that's so cute. It's just brilliant. After the parachute drops were deemed consistently safe, the beavers were loaded up for their homeward dive. Over a few days, starting on August 14th, 1948, happy birthday, 76 beavers (laughs) descended into our protected roadless forest. 
Okay, so they were dropped. A year later, when researchers went to check up on things, it had all been a success. The critters were safe in their new habitat, had all built homes and dams, and the colonies even had new baby beavers. Surprisingly, along with being safer for all involved, the operation even saved money. If you're worried about little Geronimo, don't be. They set this hero beaver up with a harem of three female beavers and his colony was thriving after a year. Dead. Do they still drop beavers via parachute? No, <laughs> for two reasons. First, the operation was highly successful and no Idaho beavers needed flight school again. Second, today they would just use helicopters. <laughs> this has been your moment of science urging you to watch the footage of this. If only for the line, a load of beaver for the mountain. Okay. And she also photoshopped this incredible picture that I'm going to upload onto the Instagram. Oh, that's adorable. So yeah, God. parachuting beavers into Idaho and it worked. Can you imagine their comprehension of being in the air? You know what I mean? Like, as in. Imagine watching it. Imagine, like, or being the people to actually. You wouldn't believe it. Imagine just going out of your little farmhouse in Idaho and you're looking up at the skies and there's beavers. Being a pilot and being like, oh, yeah, I'm just to go to work there today. I'm just um, bringing a load of beavers up (laughs) and we're just air trapping them into the. (laughs) You see, I love it. I love how much effort they went to, like, not euthanize the beavers yeah yeah respect massive respect did you see the toad story actually the giant toad in australia oh my god yeah but they actually euthanized us i just why i don't know i know a lot of like people in the comments were saying like that they really mess up the whole the local ecosystem and they eat like everything including animals and stuff well, let like, mother nature do her thing man i know you know just know. if, if toads rule the world um, they're invasive species, you know, but still, I just it just sucks to see something being euthanized. It's mm. just not nice. Sorry, totally bring that down there. The beavers weren't euthanized. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, thing. yeah, that's the happy. And they part. all live happily ever after in their little new beaver colony. Geronimo Junior and Geronimo Junior Junior. Yeah, and Geronimo. Geronimo. Yeah, that's really cute. Geronimo. Oh, Jerry. Jerry the beaver. Oh. <laughs> My great great granddaddy dropped out of these skies and built this dam. Like dropping into like Omaha Beach. He's like, it was a paratrooper in the 92nd airport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have like, these are patches on their um, little pictures of them, you know, those gray and whites, you know, where he's do. just standing in front of a plane. But they have, sorry, gray and white pictures of them actually being dropped. Like, there's okay, a we video. Got, yeah, you, we got to say, um, I'd say we post up the video. Yeah, we will. We will. Yeah. And I'm just, yeah, it's just the most exciting thing in the whole world. Imagine it. Yeah, every time they hear like a plane, they get like traumatized. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all that noise. Bit of Diageo for strings. Diageo. Yeah. Oh, it's Agio. Adagio. What was Diageo? Diageo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where I'm going. Why am I? Anyway, I'm giddy thinking of parachuting people. Um, it's a great story. Yeah, it's no, amazing. I, I never, I I never knew about that. That's yeah, class. I, I don't know. So myself and Cybabe must be frequenting the same store, but that's because we both came across. You just store. add each other as friends and just say, do you like beavers? And then she'd be like, I do. Do you like beavers? I think and she like, would yeah. strongly think I was coming on to her. Even though I'm like, no, I'm actually talking about beavers. Too. I mean, that's where I was going, but like, is it? No, you weren't. <laughs> Let's be honest. Mm. Let's, just you let's be, be honest. honest. <laughs> like, say, say the line, Claire. Let's Friend. be honest. We found my laugh twin. Uh, what's her name from Game of Thrones? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the most, what was it? The most weirdest thing I ever had to do is bite a man's ear off and spit it in his face. She goes, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> My laugh. It's, it's a mix of that and Seth Rogen's laugh, I've been told. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty much. (laughs) And my topic is kind of linking with animals too. I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. 
you're about to lose control. And I think I like it. I, I like it. it. I, I can't hear that sound when I'm thinking of Jessie from Saved by the Bell being off her head on caffeine pills now. I can't think of anything but the twirl ad when we were children with oh, Cadbury's. Yes. And the lady jumps off into the twirly yeah. chocolate. Maybe it's Jessie. I don't know. What What is it? Jessie's high on caffeine pills. She gets addicted. To, she's doing her SATs and she she what needs to study like all the time because she's so high achieving. And uh, she starts taking caffeine pills and she gets completely hooked. And like Hardcore. Zach has to intervene. Oh, yeah. And she's and, like, um, I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> And then she's scared. And then Zach hugs her and everything's fixed. It's as bad as Seventh Heaven. <laughs> Seven to Heaven, the marijuana episode. It's very funny. Go and watch that. Once you've watched Scream 1 to 5. Yeah. Watch Seven to Heaven. Marijuana episodes. And like the dad in real life getting up to all kinds of nefarious things. A major oof. Yep. There was a lot of problems on that show. A lot of problematic people. I liked, um, her name is Annie as well, the mom. She was nice. She was the poltergeist. Oh no, Chucky, or, Yeah. Chucky, you know the dog. Yeah, I'm getting sorry, I was getting it mixed up there for a second with Party of Five, which had a great cast. Nev Campbell in Party of Five. I never also, watched it. And Matthew Fox. Was there five and main characters? Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> yeah. Was she? So like it had a really good cast, a really solid cast. It was a good show too. It oh, was. I feel like watching Mean Girls now. It's been a while. Oh, so good. Um, so I just, I suppose I'd open up today's topic uh, with you and our listeners uh, by admitting that I have a weird thing for um, end of the world kind of movies, right? I know, weird. Um, That's like me with women protagonists mm. getting chased but surviving. Mm. I'm obsessed with final girls. Mm-hmm. I realise mm-hmm. that. I like that. That's why I love Scream. That's why I love Hush. What's that one you showed me about your one in the woods? Spoiler alert, uh, by the way, to all of these. Ah, uh, was that oh, the one with the so creepy good. dude? The guy who's like following her in her car. Oh, sugar, I can't remember what and that one is. And then he's like, she's in the forest and you actually It's on Netflix. Me. It's your man that plays, it's um, is it Red from <clears throat> Ozark or something? Yeah, yeah, he's in Ozark and he's in, he's a creep in something else He's in well. a creep in a lot of things. Yeah. He just has that creepy face. Um, It's so good. So yeah, that's, and so your spiel is, your thing. Or I your love shtick. kind of apocalyptic. Yeah. You know, I know there's some awful ones out there and there's some very interesting ones out there, but besides the point is obviously I don't want the world to end but it's just a weird fascination I have when it comes to watching movies trying to imagine a world without people I suppose and well according to a lot of sciencey folks out there someday far far away in the future you know it's inevitable our species will become extinct mm. and when I watch these sort of movies you know somewhere in my brain I start wondering about all the creatures that have already gone extinct either in our lifetime or in prehistorical times and beyond. So I started searching uh, for some interesting creatures that have gone extinct. And today I'm going to be telling you about some of them. And keeping in mind that while, you know, some of these creatures in the past were obviously very adorable, a lot of them would have come across as seriously terrifying. And the inevitable example would be the Megdalon, you know, the shark. It's very predictable, but I won't be be talking about him no today because I think people know a lot about it. I haven't watched the movie, by the way. Or is that Sharknado? No, that's... No, it's the Meg. Oh, the Meg. <laughs> the Meg. Apologies to anyone called Megan out there. <laughs> you're either the Meg or you're Megatron. Pick oh, one. If, if her name is Megan, if we do have one Megan listener, will you please change your Facebook banner or Instagram <laughs> to, to just Meg. the Meg? Like, you have to. <laughs> do it. Do it now. <laughs> so also I would like to add the indisputable fact that Humans are obviously very responsible for a lot of creatures going extinct over the decades. Oh, we're the worst. We are. Like, I mean, hunting, deforestation, overfishing are just some of the, pardon my language, but 
shitty actions that <gasps> we have contributed to this sad fact. I know I said a bad word. No. <laughs> You're fired from your job. I You're mean, going I to we jail. The beaver talk, but <laughs> what about beavers? What's wrong oh, with God, you? What are you insinuating? To this episode. Yeah, but she's talking about it today. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Claire. Stop what you're doing, buddy. <laughs> so anyway, I'll try to go far back in time. Yes. And select a creature that we did not put into extinction just to feel better, you know, <laughs> you know, just so they won't come back and avenge their and extinction. ease the guilt off all yeah. the other creatures we have caused yeah. to. I mean, I'm talking about creatures, um, you know, the humans, humans are responsible for the extinction of the woolly mammoth, mm. um, the passenger pigeon, the Arabian ostrich, the Cape lion, the Japanese otter and the laughing owl. And that's just a whole list of 680 species oh. that humans have caused to go into extinction. I think the laughing owl is not a bad one to extinct because if you're in the forest at, at night, night just... and it's dark, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hell no. Or the Japanese otter. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Yeah, there's loads. There's loads. 680 species and counting. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's a lot. So now... A lot of these creatures that I selected are not cute. Okay, they're not cute. They're terrifying. Okay. And the first one up, we have the mega neuropsis. Ne- mega neuropsis, right? Okay. Mega. Um, that's the keyword. <laughs> so now these guys, right? They lived about three hundred million years ago. Okay. And for this, we'll be very glad because. The mega neuro, sorry, neuropsis was a gigantic dragonfly type creature oh. that had a 28 inch wingspan, no. which is basically the length. If you hold out your arm no. from your the tips of your fingers up to your shoulder, that was a wingspan. Right. And scientists obviously theorized that the oxygen in the atmosphere at the time, uh, well, back then, uh, was really concentrated, allowing creatures like the mega neuropsis to grow in oh. size. And, and I think they're the ones you always see when you see pictures of like, you know, you see mm, paintings and stuff of prehistoric times. Yeah, they're you huge. giant dragonflies. Yeah, they're massive. Like, absolutely terrifying. Like, I'm I'm kind of glad they are. No, extinct. I've gotten the serious ick now. Mm, do you remember Homer, I think, beats one when he goes yeah, back in time does. with the you toaster? You squish now, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh I, I wish, I wish. That that <laughs> um, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to move along to the worst one on the list, which you're probably being like, oh, oh no, it's going to be spider, is yeah. it? Yeah, I knew it's, it. It's uh, called the Mega Arachne. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's pretty self <laughs> I'm like, I want to do the boom, 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 but I'm doing it. I'm terrified. So yeah, in 1980, paleontologist Mario Hunikin made a startling announcement. He had found the remains of the largest spider to have ever lived. Uh, it's discovered uh, in the approximately uh, 300 million year old rock in Argentina. And this guy, right, appeared to have a body over a foot in length oh, and a leg span no. of over 19 inches. Stop, stop. No. And I've seen the picture. You don't want to look at it. But Google it if you want after you've watched Scream. <laughs> I love that. Serial killers? Fine. <laughs> that is fine. a horror film waiting to be made. That like, you know. I don't want to go into time travel. Like as much as people no are like, way. oh, I'd love Not time back travel. Then. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. And then third on the list, okay, uh, we're going away from the scary kind of ones like that, is called the Arthropleura. So according to AnimalsA2Z.com, thank you, the Arthropleura is a genus of creatures from the darkest of imaginations. They were six to eight foot long millipede-like creatures and had the, they were the biggest arthropods ever. 
and it would take a brave predator to tackle an eight feet long oh, insect. Jesus. So it's the stuff of nightmares. Like, why can't there be like a giant puppy? Like Clifford. Like mm-hmm. uh, just, just, just <laughs> a giant, red dog. This cute little <laughs> the giant. Big fossil of Clifford the red dog. <laughs> <laughs> and its house behind <laughs> it. <laughs> Well, the oh. thing is about this guy, right, is as creepy as it sounds, its behavior is very similar to that of woodlice. So it, there is uh, the probable theory is that uh, it just scuttled around the woodlands and just ate decomposing feet wood. It, <sighs> feet. And it's not like there was only one of them. Do you know what I mean? Oh, mm. I'm all coiled up. And, oh, sorry, no, I'm just... Well, the fourth, okay, it's a bit nicer. Also more ter- terrifying in the sense of scale. Uh, it was called the Gigantopithecus uh, black eye, the largest ape, which hailed from China and Vietnam around, again, 300 million years ago. And science focus, thank you, states that the Gigantopithecus black eye was the largest ape that ever lived. And it stood at three meters tall and weighed over 500 kilograms. It's enormous. Wow. Yeah, it's huge. It's massive. And its bulk and brute strength kept it safe from predators that it lived alongside, including, you know, tigers, leopards, black bears. Did it looked like a gorilla. It was humongous. I think it was brown uh, when I was looking up the actual picture. It was huge. It was insane. But despite its um great size, it was a herbivore. Why are you looking at me like I'm that? Just, no, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> Kelly. Just surfing Kelly. And just, we can't tell them. We can't sure. tell the background of the story. We she can't. actually have us both killed. <laughs> but... <laughs> At the same time. We have an ongoing joke with a friend about gorillas. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that's all people email or, you know, messaging about. It's like, tell us about Kelly. Do tell like, about it. mysteries throughout time. Yeah. <laughs> do like, what were the gorillas and what's the history alluding to? What did Kelly do to <laughs> make her love? have been baffled for, <laughs> for centuries. <laughs> so despite its great size, it was a herbivore. Okay. And it used its heavy and muscular jaws to chew through the tough grasses that would have been found in Southeast Asian forests where it lived. Okay. Okay, we're getting there. I'm almost done. Okay. Yeah. So fifth on the list is the Arctodus simus. And this bad boy, okay, hailed from North America. And it was pretty much the biggest bear that ever lived. I was going to guess. I knew mm. before that the Pithecus was definitely going to be like a primate. Mm-hmm. And then they went Ark, whatever, and it was going to be a bear. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's going to be a bear, man. Go on. No. This thing was roaming what would have been North America only 800,000 years ago. And its research, uh, research claims that early humans would have had to compete with this predator. And it stood <laughs> at four meters tall and could weigh up to a ton. So it could even bring down bison if it wanted. Like, And oh, think about the size of a bison back God. then. So this thing, like, I mean, imagine our ancient ancestors strolling around what would have been North America you know, and then you see this big four meter thing just walking oh, no, at you. No, no, like, no, no. no hell no. no. Then, of course, uh, where would we be going without giving a special mention um, to creepy predators such as the anaconda? Or should I say, it's the OG. The megaconda. Yeah, it's the daddy of all anacondas. It is the Titan Boa uh, Serajoninesis. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call it Titan Boa. My anaconda don't. Want none unless you got, got bonds, hon. Sorry. The sneaky fecker lived in Colombia right, around 60 million years ago. <laughs> it is sneaky because it just lived in Colombia. It was around 60 million years ago and it feasted on modern day crocodiles' ancestors oh, and could reach God. 13 meters in length whilst weighing more than 1,100 kilograms. It's no, just terrifying. Like, that's just. Its sick. body was super thick, right? <clears throat> and it thick with two seeds. <laughs> Oh. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm objectifying him on a hand on a gunda. He's like, I just want to live. Stop body shaming me. Um, its body was so thick that if it was just lying there, half of its body would be up to the size of a man's waist. Oh, no, stop. From the ground. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It was huge. That's and, disgusting. And like modern day anacondas, it would lie in wait beneath the surface of a river or lake and any prey that came close was swiftly seized and dragged underwater. And here the snake would entwine its struggling oh, victim Christ. before constricting to finish it off. I kind of want to look up the mega, the arachnid. <laughs> Oof, it's pretty chunky all fossil, fossil to be honest um now last in the list for our listeners is the sar sorry i'm i'm very apologetic here but basically it was called the sarcosuchus uh, imperator now this guy lived around 110 million years ago in sub-saharan africa and for in in basic terms it was known as the super crocodile now its jaws were humongous um, the jaws alone were bigger than a man, okay, and tipped with its stout backward pointing teeth. And once it had snared a victim, the unfortunate prey would be unable to escape the 10 ton crocodile, okay, it's 10 tons. Like, that's insane. Like, and it would just drag its prey into its water where it was consumed. And it was so terrifying, wait for it, right? It was so terrifying yeah. and predatory that it even preyed on dinosaurs. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I'll end my piece, okay, with this fact or this bit of information. More than 99% of all species that ever lived on Earth, uh, which amounts to over 5 billion species, are estimated to have died out. And I think we should take a moment to remember them. Imagine just like a montage of... And there's just um, yeah, all these animals just like my their angel wings have been attached onto them. Angel wings flying up. Yeah, guy. Okay, and R.I.P. Um, mega fossils (laughs) forever in our hearts. Stay there. Please don't come back (laughs) ever. That's terrifying. So yeah, they're just some of the creatures. It I makes mean, me feel kind of like a little bitch for being afraid of like the, the spiders that we have spiders. nowadays. Actually, what'd be really really interesting. Well, sorry, I mean, um, is the ancient beaver. Aww. I'd love to have a look at the ancient beaver ancestor, and it was called the Castoroides, or a giant beaver, and basically is an extinct genus of the uh, enormous bear-sized beavers that lived in oh, North yeah, America during the Pleistocene. The two species are currently recognised. Yeah, it was massive. So, like, that's a normal beaver, and then that's so your beaver back in the day was the size of. Um, that's insane. Yeah, I believe your mammy is pulling in outside, bear. and Oscar is really. <laughs> Turn that She'll be listening to this. We have to be. <laughs> Oscar is very excited to see oh, you, Rita. Yeah. Okay, we're just <laughs> Guys, um, that was actually really fun. Yeah, it was a nice short episode. Yeah, we're just and... like... <laughs> he sounds very cranky. He's very angry. He's an angry boy. He's an angry boy today. Okay, angry. we're <laughs> gonna see you soon. We're not gonna tell you when, but. Soon. We love you. We can say goodbye now. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you yeah, so much, and we will talk to you all later. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you.